You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Time to make the lineups. Welcome to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're presented by DailyRoto.com. It's Dane Martinez and the Tony Sincata getting you ready for week three of the NFL and the fantasy football season. And Tony, week three begins tonight with another barn burner of a game on Thursday night football. Can you sense the excitement coming from your boy? No, I, I can, but it's kind of the excitement like when you already have uh, shook around your Christmas presents and you already unopened them, then rewrapped them again. Like, you know what's coming kind of fake excitement. Yeah, I think that's fair because what I know what's coming is probably a poor quality game. I am sick and tired of this on Thursday night football. I mean, you see people, I've, I talked about it yesterday, Tony, you know, how many people take their days off, right, and do not practice on Wednesday because teams realize they have to manage the body of their players. Meanwhile, they go out there and are going to go tonight and get into like another 10 car crashes i don't think it uh is consistent if the nfl talks about player safety yeah but you know you're kind of being unfair because it's really only the second one right we've had this season the first one was the first game of the night it was new england and kansas city kansas city made it a bad thursday night because they crushed the new england Patriots, defending champions and taught them how to play football and then you know the other game it was a low scoring game wasn't anything great home. Ah, this game's scheduled no matter when it's going to be. It's going to be on a Sunday. It's going to be on a Saturday. It's going to be New Year's Eve. This game's going to be terrible. Yeah, I guess that's true. Let me ask you real quick, Tony. Do you think – we know about the Thursday night football matchups. Do you think it helps that they make it division games a lot? Because this way at least maybe the teams know each other a little bit. Or at least fans of those two teams are going to tune in and have a little bit of a rivalry at stake. Do you think division matchups make it any better? You know what really goes into Thursday night games? I don't know if people know. Every team's guaranteed prime one, one primetime game. So that includes the London game. That includes the Sunday night game. That includes the Monday game. And that includes Thanksgiving. Thursday's whatever is left over. So these are the leftover games. So there's no chance that these are going to be great. Right, absolutely. So after Sunday night football and Monday night football, they take their fill and get the Packers on. They get the Patriots on. They get the Cowboys on and all that stuff. But every team in its contract, even the Jacksonville Jaguars, have to play a primetime game. So you're going to see them on Thursday night. It's absolutely true. Yo, earlier in the week, Tony, we broke down quarterbacks. Yesterday, we broke down running backs. Today, we turn our attention to the wide receivers and there's definitely some values out there Tony we're going to talk about the high price the mid price some bargain basement guys as well and at the Tony Sincata on Twitter we got poll questions up there right now so if you want to be part of the show and let your voice be heard you can because Tony we're also building the people's lineup for this week right yeah, tomorrow is a big day, right? We're going to let everybody know exactly what they're going to get for this weekend and make sure they go out there. So vote, vote, vote. Absolutely. There is no voter fraud. There is no voter suppression here. We want everybody to vote, even if you vote for Jameis Winston to play quarterback. We will put it in. When we come back, Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata line up live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to our syndicated viewers watching on the Dish Network, Channel 266. Come on right back. It's wide receiver day. 
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from the content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Remember, you can also hear us live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and simulcast on Dish TV, Channel 266. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're talking about the wide receivers today, Tony. Um, and if people wanted to hear our quarterbacks or our running back take, they could also check out the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. And this way they can get all of our stuff live or on demand. And this way we, uh, you know, we help them put together a whole lineup position by position, including reverse cowgirl, Tony. Yeah, so what I do is I subscribe to the Lineup Block Show. Nice. Every day my mom gets it right to her phone so she never misses anything she wants to put into DraftKings or FanDuel. Because my mom, you know, since the churches don't have bingo anymore, she's big into daily fantasy and she needs all the picks. And so she needs them right to her phone. Yeah. You can get it too by subscribing on iTunes. Does your mom have like a regular like iPhone or is it a flip phone or does she have one of those big Zach Morris kind of phones? How with the times is your mom? Yeah, she got an iPhone now, but she doesn't really know how to use it. So a lot of times she'll go to the mall, and as they're walking around the mall, she'll have the mall walkers actually help her use the phone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like a it's a sport. The the ladies in the mall walkers. I, I learned yes. about that from watching Better Call Saul. I learned about uh, <laughs> I learned about the mall walkers. All right, we're talking wide receivers today, Tony. And we look at the top of the price chart, and we got some guys we want to talk about. They are in our poll. Remember, if you want to chime in on the poll, you can at the Tony Sincata. Who we have is our high price wide receivers that we want to target in week three. We got Antonio Brown at $9,000, Michael Crabtree at $7,400, Julio Jones at $9,300, and Keenan Allen at $7,200. These prices are on DraftKings prices. You know, we'll tell you about the FanDuel prices, the kind of analogs we shall see. You want to talk first, Tony, about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is someone who I think the skill is there. You know, the bond with Phillip Rivers is certainly there. But when I think high level elite talent i don't necessarily think of keenan allen am i am i downgrading him because i call him injury prone when it's just really things like spleens and livers <laughs> yeah i think so a little bit i think he's definitely has some talent he's not uh i think just because he's missed the last couple seasons that we forget about him and we always look at him as like a carnival or a sideshow oh he's good while he plays but right. we don't expect to play long but it's daily you gotta get the daily fantasy mentality all we care about is this week right and we'll take him as much as we can and when i see his price downgraded you know two thousand dollars to Antonio Brown, that gets me interested. When he starts getting closer and starts getting up in that realm, he'll probably be out of the equation. So based on that offense, the price, I love Keenan Allen, and he finds a way into the end zone there. Antonio Brown's a guy that's a special talent. He's different than everybody else. And him being the second-priced wide receiver this week is also attractive at 9000 But when I look at the game, I think there will be a lot of points in that San Diego game. 
Keenan Allen, 7,200 against the Kansas City Chiefs. As good as they are, 2-0, they've allowed the most points to wide receivers in all of the NFL. Yeah, let me ask you something about Keenan Allen, Tony, because I know yesterday we were talking and Melvin Gordon was on our polls. And one of the things you said yesterday, Tony, about Melvin Gordon was that he's getting so much of the you know uh, opportunity share of that offense, that he's getting so many touches. We already know about Anthony Lynn, how he wants to be able to run the ball. So to me, that sounds like a team that maybe wants to run the ball and go through the running back. So why are you so confident that the targets for Keenan Allen, who might have uh, Peters on him as well, will still be there. Yeah, so here's the thing, though, with San Diego. Even though they're going through the running back, they're not running the ball. Uh, Melvin Gordon had eight targets the first game and double-digit targets the second game. Keenan Allen has double-digit targets in both games, 10 targets and 10 targets. The success rate against the Miami Dolphins was 9 for 10 for 100 yards in that game that he didn't get the touchdown. Now, he was only 5 for 10 in that first game against a very good secondary in Denver, which I think is probably the best secondary in football. So I'm not sure that Marcus Peters is going to cover him the whole game. I think Peters is a guy that's going to be on one side of the field, and depending on where they line up, Keenan Allen is going to how they come into play. Fair enough. We don't think Peters Peters is the shadow, as it were. I want to ask you, because to be honest, right now, Keenan Allen is leading our poll, Tony. Keenan Allen has 30% of the support of our viewers, listeners, and voters. But I want to ask you about the guy finishing right now in second place of our poll, because that's the guy I personally voted for. I'm talking about Oakland Raiders wide receiver Michael Crabtree. Here's my narrative. Here's my thesis. I want you to tell me I'm crazy, as usual, Tony. First of all, Josh Norman is an elite corner, but he's going to be on um, Amari Cooper, right? And to be quite honest, I actually think Michael Crabtree has outproduced Amari Cooper year in and year out. Amari Cooper, in my opinion, has a little bit of a problem with dropping balls. Michael Crabtree doesn't get the respect I believe he deserves. And when I see him at 7,400, similar to Keenan Allen, maybe not getting the respect he deserves, but I think this Washington pass defense can be had. Rashad Breland on the number two wide receiver, I think it sets up well because you know Washington's going to be volume throwing on the other side. I think that means Oakland's going to be throwing not as much beast mode on Sunday night. I love Michael Crabtree. In fact, he is in one of my DFS lineups already. I like him too. I think I think he's right there. In fact, I like the two cheaper guys out of this mix than anyone else. You look at Crabtree. He's done the most with little. He's had six targets last game. He put up three touchdowns. Seven targets the first game. He caught six passes out of seven targets. He caught six passes out of six targets. So they've only missed one. Him and Carr have only missed one out of 13 targets, and he has three touchdowns. And you know what about Josh Norman? I don't understand – this we're giving this guy credit for the way he played three years ago. You think it was a product that of that scheme de- in Carolina? I think a little bit, right? Because that defense has gotten worse since he's arrived in Washington, and he hasn't really stopped anybody. He got up for that one game against Odell Beckham Jr., and he's been asleep ever since. I don't know what's going on there in Washington. I think both teams are going to score in this game. I like Michael Crabtree as the top wide receiver in this game, the game with the highest total of the week. Absolutely. When Tony Sincata and Dane Martinez tells you we both like somebody, go to your lineups and put them in right now. Michael Crabtree and Keenan Allen might both be able to return top 10 value for prices a little bit lower. Let me ask you about one guy at this level, Tony, who is not in our poll, and that is Mr. Odell 
Odell Beckham Jr. He has been on the lips of everybody all season long with the questionable tags. He's practicing more this week, another week removed. Yet on Monday night, we saw that he was sort of, you know, he didn't get fully involved, wasn't really 100%. I thought he was something of a decoy, only three or four catches with another week. Do you think uh, you can kind of roll him out with confidence? Because I think he'll be under-owned. And this Philly secondary has been riddled with injury. Yeah, he'll be under-owned. I just don't know what to make of uh, his health. He played 34 out of 56 offensive snaps in that game. He was only targeted five times, four catches. He's the guy that said it's a six- to eight-week injury. So I don't know what to make of that because, like we said, he was in a dance contest two weeks ago. I have no idea what to think, so I'm just going to push him to the side and let somebody else worry about him. He could come big. Yep, he could, he could, but it is really a boom or bust play, and because he is under-owned, likely, maybe something you go to in tournaments, or as Tony said, if you're throwing out 20 lineups out there, make sure one of them, or a couple of yeah. them, have Odell Beckham Jr., but I really like this idea of getting elite value at a slightly reduced cost, when we're talking about Michael Crabtree at 7400 and Keenan Allen at 7200 when we reveal our lineups tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tony, I may have a couple of shares of both of these guys in my lineup. But whatever you do, you know where you need to go and put your lineup? You need to go to DailyRoto.com. You need to go to RotoExperts.com slash DKMS, okay? What we're doing, we're partnering with DKMS to uh, help, you know, raise awareness and fight blood cancer, okay? You can go ahead and register. You can learn about the disease. You could register and, uh, you know, maybe register to be a bone marrow donor, be a blood donor, and really help save the life of someone struggling with these disease when you go to those websites we're doing a daily fantasy contest every week week 1 through 16 the winners of those contests go into week 17 and if you win week 17 you get tickets for two to Super Bowl 52 up in Minnesota in early February and Tony I gotta ask you if your mom is doing this and she enters and she wins do you think she's gonna take you or do you think I can uh I can try and slide in there maybe she'll take me yeah, she might take you. I think I, I she probably thinks I'm busy because uh, I usually just work a lot and I don't really do those things. So she probably is looking for someone to go with her, but she likes somebody that can adapt to the cold weather environment. And you being from New York would be right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are all four seasons here in New York, so I understand how to adapt. So listen, tell her you can give her my information, Tony. We don't want to give out the personal information right here live because we're on the Dish TV and iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio and on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At and the App Store and iTunes and Google Play. I don't want to make it that public, but I give you permission, Tony. Go ahead and share that information with Miss Sincata over there because, listen, I want to go to Minnesota for Super Bowl 52. When we come back on Lineup Lock Live, we're going to go down a tier. We're going to talk about some wide receivers that Tony and I really like at a little bit cheaper of a price point. So if you went ahead and went and spent up for guys like Le'Veon Bell or spent up for guys like Tom Brady or a trying to spend up for guys like Gronk, even though he was not practicing today. We have some wide receivers for you that you could spend a little bit less on and still get that production. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live. And remember, if you still want to vote, you can on our Twitter poll at the Tony Sincata right now. We're affecting the poll, but still, uh, Keenan Allen still leading the way at 7,200. We'll talk about these mid-level receivers when we come back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
always wanted to go to Minnesota but never had a reason to? Well, this year, that's where the big game is. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network wants to send you there. Starting in week four, we are giving away free tickets to the big game on February 4th in Minnesota with our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer our four trivia questions right and you're going to the big game. Listen in next week to find out what shows and what times the contest will be running. It's the big game trivia challenge sponsored by TKMS only on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Light Up Lock Live. We're presented by Daily Roto. Dot com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and all sorts of places you can get us, whether it be iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Dish TV Channel 266, Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you ready for week three of the NFL and the DFS season. We're talking about the wide receiver position, Tony, and there's a couple of options that you could save a little bit of money on that I also think can return some big numbers. we got a poll question up right now. Our options at this next tier are Michael Thomas of the Saints at 7000 Again, these prices are on DraftKings. Okay, Golden Tate at 6900 Doug Baldwin at 6400 And the guy I want to ask you about first, Tony, is Terrell Pryor down at 5900 Earlier in the week and all week long, I've been telling everybody that this is kind of a litmus test game for... For the Washington football team and especially their passing attack, right? Because as we know, the Raiders, you know, are a pass defense that can be had. We talked about it with about Kirk Cousins earlier in the week that this is going to, we believe, maybe be that breakout for that passing game. That being said, I like Terrell Pryor here at 5,900 and 29% of the people agree. Do you think this is a function of the matchup on Sunday night? Yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of crazy, though. The first game, he had 11 targets, right, and he had 66 yards receiving. Last week, he was only targeted four times the whole game, and he had two catches for 31 yards. Like, that is the problem that I have with this whole thing is Mm -hmm. that he is, you know, why only four targets for a guy that's supposed to be an elite wide receiver? Now, Terrell Pryor has taken to Twitter and said that, uh, you know what, he is going to be an elite receiver and starts with Oakland. That's from Terrell Pryor himself on Twitter. Wow. Well, remember. Sometimes it could be the other Terrell Pryor, Tony. Remember this Brandon Marshall nonsense that happened after Sunday Night Football. You heard about this, Tony? Where the Denver Broncos... No, okay, okay, no. Oh, I got to tell you about this, Tony. A lot of people were hollering at Brandon Marshall on Twitter after Sunday Night Football and all his drops, but they were actually tweeting at Denver Broncos linebacker, Brandon Marshall. And Brandon Marshall, the Denver Brandon Marshall, was responding to them, saying things like, come meet me in the parking lot after the game. Things like F the Giants, things like, you know, all this stuff and literally responding back as Brandon Marshall because he was Brandon Marshall. So you never know, Tony, what Terrell Pryor is out there that's saying that. That is true. I mean, there's a lot of Terrell Pryors, I'm sure, in the world. And um, he does. Yeah, I think he does have, though, that little blue check mark. Doesn't that mean it's all good? Fair enough. But maybe there's another famous Terrell Pryor out there somewhere. <laughs> Let me ask you about uh, Dougie Baldwin over here. He's getting 20 percent of the support from our uh, from our voters. Here's my question about not only Doug Baldwin, but Seattle in general, right? I've talked to you about this, about their offensive line and things like that. So I understand that Baldwin is not necessarily always going to go down the field. He loves those little flare-outs. 
outs and those three-yard outs that they do on like third and four. And that's a lot of production for Baldwin and Seattle as well. But remember, the Titans, who they're playing, first of all, they're on the road at Tennessee. I think that's always a big difference for the Seattle team. And they have now Logan Ryan, I believe, as one of their corners that, uh, you know, is pretty effective. So why the love for Doug Baldwin? Because I've been telling people on Fantasy Freestyle, teams like the Seahawks, teams like the Bengals, teams like the New York football giants. I'm divesting completely. So why are you still holding on when it comes to Doug Baldwin this week? The price is only 6400 He's the top receiver on this team. The offense in Seattle has to have you worried. So I get all that, right? Last week, he played all 82 offensive snaps. He stayed on the field for every single snap. He was targeted nine times in the game, four times against Green Bay. This offense has been so bad. Russell Wilson's been scrambling. I'm a little concerned about the offense, as we all should be. But Tennessee, as good as that defense, they've played ja- the Jaguars one week, right? Mm-hmm. And they've allowed the most points to the 25th, uh, 25th most points in the league. So they're not doing a very good job at covering wide receivers there. There has to be some opportunities here. I can't believe Seattle's this bad. And with that price deduction down to 6400 I mean, a lot of us had Doug Baldwin as a top 10 wide receiver. So you got to ask yourself, are you going to throw out all the research you did over just two weeks of football? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Tony, but at the same time, my counterpoint is that offensive lines don't get fixed overnight. The other team that went into Tennessee and did put up some points with the Oakland Raiders, and they have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. So, listen, obviously it's possible Doug Baldwin, the talent is there. People thought he was a wide-out one going into the season, so if you want to keep the faith, as it were, with Doug Baldwin, Tony and I will not fight you on it. The guy who's winning this poll, though, Tony, and he was my pick at at this price level as well is Detroit Lions wide receiver Golden Tate. Golden Tate at 6,900. I expect points to be scored in that game against the Atlanta Falcons. I think this is something of a, you know, uh, like are the Lions for real kind of game, right? You know, we saw them against the Cardinals. We saw them against the Giants. Now they take a step up in class facing the Falcons. But Golden Tate is going to be there, and especially in these half-point PPR, these full-point PPR scenarios, I like him getting bubble screens. I like him getting quick slants. I like that kind of stuff. So Golden Tate, you're going to get some kind of guaranteed touches, right? Yeah, so I told you the first last week against the Giants, I was a little concerned about him. They have a very good secondary. And he was he caught four balls, but he was only thrown four balls, so it was still a good effort there. Right. Arizona the week before, we were ten for over a hundred. Yeah, ten out of twelve targets. They've only missed twice the whole year. I think Matt Stafford's the most valuable player in the league thus far. I think you keep riding Golden Tate. It hasn't been a price increase of any significance. I mean, last week he was sixty eight hundred. The first week of the season he was sixty five hundred. Now he's only sixty nine hundred. They keep riding him. They keep they don't lower the they keep the price this low in the six thousand dollar range. Absolutely play him until he starts getting up to where he belongs in the high seven thousands. Absolutely. And another point on that last effort, you mentioned you only had four catches, but if you remember, the Lions were not throwing the ball in the second half of Monday Night Football really at all. So that is probably what limited his targets a little bit, and I expect them to need to keep their offense going as normal against the Falcons yeah. this Sunday. So I agree with that, and 35% of the people 
will agree with it as well. Picking Golden Tate at this level at 6,900. The last guy here is Michael Thomas. You got to figure that Michael Thomas is just, you know, the class wide receiver, the number one wide receiver for Drew Brees. Do you, uh, are you fearing at all the fact that the Drew Brees goes outside of the dome onto the grass and faces the Carolina Panthers secondary? Yep, I think this uh, – it's interesting. In 2015, I remember the Super Bowl was Carolina and Denver. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Denver defense was getting so much love. It was driving me crazy because that Carolina defense I thought was just as good. I thought they were a very good defense in Carolina. Then last year they had a couple injuries and they didn't play well. Mm-hmm. Now it looks back to the, the first two weeks. They haven't played great opponents. They look like the defense is back. I think it's a tough game, a real tough game for the Saints. Thomas oh, always is going to get his targets. He'll get double-digit targets. He's going to get you 70 or 80 uh, yards at minimum, at minimum. So I look for that to happen. If he gets in the end zone, you're going to have a big game. Uh, Tony, I want to ask you about someone who's not on our poll um, that's at this price level that is a darling. He just had a streak of uh, 50-plus yard touchdowns broken last week. I'm talking about Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill. And I want to ask you about Tyreek Hill because here's the thing. I think everybody is in love with Kareem Hunt. Everybody is in love with Travis Kelsey. You know, and because those two guys are now really ascending in the minds of fantasy football guys might Tyreek Hill go under owned this week and I kind of like him in this matchup against the Chargers especially with Jason Verrett out for Los Angeles I think uh, Tyreek Hill can come back to that uh, you know long bomb 50 plus yard kind of touchdown what do you think about Tyreek Hill because I might want to put him in my lineups this week all right I'm glad you talked about the 50 yard touchdown here's what I look at Tyreek Hill I think the jury's still out on this guy here's what I'm going to say he was terrible in the preseason. Terrible. He looked like he didn't even belong on the field. Mm-hmm. Last week against the New England Patriots, he had a 58-yard touchdown, right? I'm a 75-yard touchdown. Right. If I take that away, which you can't take it away, and I get that, he's five catches, 58 yards. Last week, four catches, 43 yards. I'm not convinced this guy's a number one wide receiver yet. I want to see more. You think he's touchdown dependent at this point, Tony? Absolutely. I really do. And it's hard it's it's hard to make that because the sample size is so small. Right. I mean, going back to last year, he was a punt returner. They had a couple injuries. He came in, he made big plays at the end of the season. So the sample size is really small and I hate to throw that label on him, but I think that he could be just a punt returner. He reminds me a lot of Tyler Lockett. Lockett got an opportunity last year to play every down and he couldn't hack it. Okay, fair enough. That's why I ask the Tony Sincata, the expert over here on DFS. But, Tony, here's my real question for you. I know all the time because I listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network a lot, and I hear on the commercials one thing you want to stay away from that you stay away from all the time. But I saw you on Twitter eating a bowl of ramen noodles, Tony. And so I got to ask you, man, is that like a bad omen? Are you hitting a little rough patch right now? Yeah, I had a baseball game the other day where um, I, I had a pitcher that got me minus three points, and uh, that didn't go well. And then last night I uh, lost in baseball as well. Um, so I uh, I went, and I just had to get back to my roots. I had to get hungry for a win tonight in Thursday night football and start the week out. So I wanted to have a little ramen noodles. And I went and got the worst brand possible, which is the uh, the Taiwanese chicken. A ramen noodles and I wanted to rough it and I want to get back to my roots so I come up and be a champion again and I'm hoping by Monday night we can go to like maybe a porterhouse steak
Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, I like that you're, uh, you know, you're setting your sights high, going from the ramen noodles all the way to the steak. I think there's opportunity to have both. You know, just use the ramen noodles as like the crunchy little crispy onions on top of the steak. I think there's potential yes. there, Tony. We're going to have to explore that. When we come back on Lineup Lock Live, what we're going to do is we're going to drop down and find you some bargain basements, some bargain basement guys that you could be shopping at the Blue Light Special if you want to pay up at other positions, some guys that we think can can return some value. Some of them are, you know, waiver kind of guys. Some of them are guys that have some injury concerns. We'll be right back and talk about that. It is Tony Sincata and your boy Dane Martinez right here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and also simulcast on Dish TV Channel 266. Come on right back. We're going to save you money at the wide receiver position. Come on back. friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the draft kings and fan duel sharks, even the fantasy draft sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're presented by DailyRoto.com. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're looking at the wide receiver position, telling you who you need to win some cash in week three of the NFL season. Tony, R., we got another poll up there for some of our low-priced wide receivers. The guys we're going to touch on here are Adam Thielen at 5,700, T.Y. Hilton at 5,200, Emmanuel Sanders at 5,800, who I had in my lineup last week, and he helped me cash, and J.J. Nelson at 5,200. Let me ask you this, because Tony, we talked about Doug Baldwin in the last segment, right, and how yeah, the offense looks bad, but people thought he was a top 10 wide receiver, so you still want to roll him out. Does the same logic hold true with T.Y. Hilton? This is a guy that was a first-round talent, a top 10 wide receiver, led the NFL in receiving yards last week, but that was with Andrew Luck. Now we got Jacoby Brissett there, but he's going up against this Cleveland Browns team you got to think that could be the elixir yet only eight percent are buying into ty hilton at 5200 all right the positive for ty hilton is he started the year out at 6900 and he's dropped down to right. the 5000 range right so you get a bargain there but the negative is that even that since they don't have andrew luck and whether it's jacoby Brissett or scott tolzien they've limited his targets to seven targets the first week and six so they're trying to protect the quarterback they're not trying to throw so everybody that thinks ty hilton's going to turn it around he's not going to unless they take the the gloves the kid gloves off the offense and let the quarterback whoever it is throw the ball so he's not being targeted enough to put up those numbers. Fair enough. I completely agree. I divest in all of my Colts, maybe with the exception of Jack Doyle, because he might be able to uh, kind of, you know, short drops, still kind of be that security blanket. I want to ask you about Adam Thielen, who's in this poll. And here's the thing, Tony. 
He was my vote. He was my vote at this level. And the reason why is because I have seen that Sam Bradford has, in fact, practiced yesterday and today. I think that's a good sign for him to be back in there. And so I think it's a return to the 80% completion percentage. And it's a return to seeing Rudolph and Diggs and Thielen. Um, Are you encouraged by the reports on Bradford? And does that not kind of uh, boost his outlook? Yeah, it definitely boosts his output. I thought last week he would play well uh, without uh, the, the situation with Sam Bradford because I thought, you know what, as far as backup quarterbacks go, last week it wasn't bad with mm-hmm. Case Keenum. Like, there's a lot worse you could be. But they only target him six times because it's the same thing. They have a backup quarterback in there, so they didn't let him fire the ball all over the place. So this week, with Sam Bradford in there, he'll be back up to double-digit targets. He'll be back up to catching at least eight yards a carry. So minimum 80 yards you're going to get from him. If you get into the end zone, it's a big week. I'll take that every time. Eight yards, six or seven catches, that's 14. The guy's price is 5700 It's a good return on my investment. Absolutely. And, and, and let's, let's talk a little bit about that for a quick second there, Tony. You know, you taught me in baseball about the 4X, the 5X, the CX, 6X. What kind of multiplier are we hoping for in football for it to be a good ROI like you just said? So, for example, Adam Thielen, right, at 5700 If he returns me 16 points, that's three times, right? Is that, is yeah, that yeah. good? If I get that at everybody in my lineup, am I making money on week three? Yeah, so basically the easy way to figure out, guys, no matter what the sport is, uh, take the salary, right, which is 50000 in football. Uh, take that and multiply that times three. So that's 150. So is 150 enough to make you win? In cash games, it puts me in the contest. In cash games, it makes me there. In tournaments, I'm looking at about three and a half to four. And then I could come up big in against the tournament. So if I get a 175 to 200, it would get me right there if we're going to go and take down the millionaire contest. So cash tournaments, I want three times. I want three and a half to four when I play in tournaments. Fair enough. So when I look at those multipliers and I see guys like Emmanuel Sanders and J.J. Nelson, Tony, I got to tell you the truth. I can see it with Manny Sanders because Trevor Simeon, I think, has been something of a revelation, much improved quarterback play from him in the Denver Broncos. But J.J. Nelson, I am not so sure, Tony. I got to tell you this, in the same way I'm divesting in the Colts and in some other offenses, I don't think the Arizona Cardinals have looked that great. I understand Smokey Joe Brown is gone, but he's still behind Larry Fitzgerald. And, I'm, you know, I think J.J. Nelson probably had his best game of the year last week. I feel like people who are putting J.J. Nelson in their lineups are kind of chasing what happened last week. You expect a return engagement on Monday night against the Cowboys? Yeah, so I had J.J. Nelson in my season-long leagues last week just because uh, you look at the Arizona offense, you take John Brown out of it, a lack of running game there without David Johnson. So I thought it set up really well. But the guy with the best matchup in this game is going to be Larry Fitzgerald. They do not cover the slot well. That being said, I think Nelson still has that opportunity to put up at this price a decent return on your investment because I think there's no one else there in that office to get deep. They haven't shown able to run the ball without uh, without David Johnson. They're already talking about Chris Johnson, who wasn't even on the roster, getting more carries this week. I think there's room here for Fitzgerald and J.J. Nelson. All right. That's if you believe that the Cardinals are going to have any kind of production, and I personally don't, but trust me. Listen well, to even- the – go ahead. Even last week, right, they were brutal, right? I mean, the guy, they put up 13 points against right. a poor team. And, and Carson Palmer had 333 yards passing, and J.J. Nelson had 24 fantasy points. So, I mean, somebody's going to get something. 
This is true. This is my thesis when we talk about teams like the New York Jets as well. Somebody's got to get something. Hey, Tony, man, I thought what we had was cool. I thought what we had working was nice. I told you or I asked you to put my man Kelvin Benjamin in these polls, oh, and you were like, oh, he's got to be there. So let me ask you, yeah. because I have Kelvin Benjamin in my lineup. I really think that without Greg Olson, Cam Newton, if he is in fact playing, and there's interesting word on that as well, that he's going to lock in on Kelvin Benjamin and get the same kind of targets. And remember, they're facing that piss-poor, blunt-guts-trash Saints pass defense. I like Kelvin Benjamin at this level ahead of some of the guys on this poll. Tell me I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. Here's the thing. This guy's got targeted eight times in the last game, right? And they only put up nine points. He got 77 yards. And he had completed six out of the eight targets. The first game was a disaster. Five targets, he only had one catch. But this is the Saints yards. pass defense, Tony. Yeah, this is the Saints pass defense. But he hasn't played anyone really great. San Francisco and Buffalo. The Saints are worse. I think the guy, but you take Greg Olson out of the equation. So I think you're going to look, and Calvin Benjamin has to step up this week. Cam Newton has to play better. Cam Newton's a guy that missed all of the preseason except for two series. And then he has two games that he's under his belt now. He's got to play better this week. I think Calvin Benjamin's going to get 12 targets in this game. And based on what we see, if he gets eight or nine catches here, he's going to get 100 yards. Yeah, so Kelvin Benjamin will probably be in my lineups that we reveal tomorrow on Lineup Lock Live. Let's go to some of our flyers, you know, when we're just throwing stuff up against the wall. And, Tony, you talk about... um you know, kind of in, needing to step up. Well, one person who actually just had a formal conversation with his coach about stepping <laughs> up was Kenny Britt down there in Cleveland. Yes. We see Rashard Higgins was one of the top waiver wire ads listed as a starter on the depth chart. So he's kind of a hot name, right? And the prices come out early in the week before some of this revelations about Higgins come out. He's at 4,051% of the people, you know, believe in Rashard Higgins. He's going up against that Indianapolis Colts pass defense, which make everybody look good. Are you uh, are your expectations tempered, thinking that the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and all of a sudden Kenny Britt actually has a game this Sunday? You know what? It wouldn't shock me, right? Because I mean, you look at Kenny Britt, and he's he's a, been a decent player. Last year, he really emerged in a contract year. But we've seen guys fade after a contract year, right? They took the money, ran, didn't mm-hmm. go to the gym anymore. Couldn't, you know? I get all this money, but I forgot to my Planet Fitness membership right. put in. And you get in that thing. But the Rashad Higgins love to me is amazing because this is a guy you can say what all you want. He worked hard and everything. The he's a practice, a practice squad. squad. Yeah. yeah, he's a practice squad player, people. And he had 11 targets in the last game, seven catches, 95 yards. He wasn't invited to play the first game. Uh, but two years ago, I have a case scenario. Two years ago, Jay Ajayi wasn't uh, allowed to play the first game. Right. They didn't invite him. And he ran off three 200-yard games. Right. So there's a chance, but I'm not taking it. All right, fair enough. And another guy I want to ask you, I think this guy is criminally underpriced. I'm talking about Atlanta Falcons, number two yeah. wide receiver, Mohamed Sanu. When we talk all the time, right, we talk about how there's certain offenses that can support multiple pass catchers. We talk about the Green Bay Packers, for example, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, you know. Why is the Falcons' offense not kind of the same way? I'm, you tell me I can have the number two target of the Atlanta Falcons. Of course, we know about Freeman and Coleman as well. But Mohamed Sanu is a legit number two wide receiver. Why doesn't he get the love the same way as, say, a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Crabtree, Devontae Adams? Mohamed Sanu is underpriced this week. 
I'll tell you what happens because fantasy football owners are fickle, right? And I remember this kid coming out of Rutgers and then playing for the Bengals. Everybody jumped all over him, mm-hmm. and then he never delivered. And now he never lives up to expectations. Yet, take his $4,500 salary, right? And we did the math. Last week, he put up 13.5 fantasy points. Four times three yeah, yeah, is yeah. 12. Plus the 500 times three is 1,500. That's 13 to five. Bang, right there for you. That was last week at Green Bay. If we have a highest score in this game, which I think we will, I think he delivers more than the 13.5 points we need. No, absolutely. I agree with that. When I saw the price on Muhammad, Sanu, it's a new day. And I am not judging him based on the past. I am thinking that he can be a wide receiver that can return value for me in my week three lineup. Hey, Tony, we got a Thursday night game tonight, okay? We talked about it. Rams and 49ers. Uh, the Rams are road three-point favorites. The over-under in this game is 40. I know you like to do a little double teaser, you know, tease them both ways. Uh, I want you to think about where you're going in this game. I'm going to ask you for the money parlay on tonight's game when we come back. All right, so I want you to think about it over the break. Go ahead, eat some ramen noodles, make your lineups, do what you got to do. When we come back, I'm going to be asking you who you like tonight in Thursday night football. And if I have it correct, you're also going to help us in Major League Baseball tonight, right, Tony? No, we, we don't no. have any baseball tonight. I got some players for me tonight in tonight's game in case you want to put them in. All right, that's what we're going to do when we get back. Tony Sincata and Dane Martinez, Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Similar to Keenan Allen, maybe not getting the respect he deserves. I love Michael Crabtree. In fact, he is in one of my DFS lineups already. I like the two cheaper guys out of this mix than anyone else. You look at Crabtree, he's done the most with little. I like Michael Crabtree as the top wide receiver in this game, the game with the highest total of the week. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, presented by DailyRoto.com. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Hey, Tony, this is Big L coming back with the beats right now. I don't know if you know about Big L, but one of his greatest lines ever, he said, I get mad girls, ask Beavis, I get nothing but head. You know what? That is an absolute great line. I'm always (laughs) in love with guys that bring great lyrics and uh, I think when you get lyrics, you just got to stop your car when you're driving to work and get out the iPhone and put them in your notes section. And mm. by the end of the month, you got something. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. We'll put together a verse ourselves together, Tony. I yes. like that. I like that. All right. So like we said, Thursday night football tonight. Rams are three-point road favorites. Over-under is 40. I don't know. I got a, I got a, my man on Twitter, Glorious Joe. He's telling me his teaser lock of the work week is to make the Rams plus three, move it up to 46, and then take the under. I know you like doing that. That's what you did last week on, on Thursday night yeah. football. You want to do something like that again, Tony? Who we got? 
Absolutely, but I think he's got the wrong team. Ooh. I listen to my man Gabe Morency. Gabe Morency actually thinks the wrong team is favored in this game. Really? Uh, Gabe Morency, Red Heat and Rage, you can listen tonight, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, he believes that the Rams are a uh, three games favorite, and he's never seen a team so inferior uh, be a favorite three weeks in a row. Uh, they're going to San Francisco in San Francisco. It's a Thursday night game. The crowd's going to be passionate. He thinks they'll be in the parking lot at 2 p.m. today, knocking a few back. I think I'm going to take the plus nine in the under 46. Interesting, interesting. And remember, Tony, on Monday's show, we built a Monday-Thursday lineup, and I know you were high on a couple of the wide receivers on this Ram side, Watkins, Cup, folks like that. We also liked Hyde and Gurley. Which of these running backs, if you only had to pick one, which of these running backs do you think has a better game tonight? I think you could play Todd Gurley because of the receptions as well in this game. I think Gurley's the guy that is going to be catching five or six balls in here. You know, on this price, I think you can actually use him tonight in this game at $6,800. Carlos Hyde's interesting to me because the San Francisco offense hasn't taken off under Coach Shanahan. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little concerned that Carlos Hyde does everything but get in the end zone. And at 5200 I think he comes into play. I'm using Cooper Cup at 4700 I think it's a criminal price. Uh, tonight and is tonight the night. I think you could also take a look. The one guy that I like and I liked him in preseason is Marquise Goodwin. He's thirty two hundred bucks. He's been open a couple times with big plays and dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, Ted Ginn drops the ball a lot, but Ted Ginn gets a ten touchdowns every year. Maybe tonight Marquise Goodwin hangs on to the ball. Yeah, I mean he is an Olympic caliber track athlete with that actual speed. Um, so if you can get behind the defense, you never know. I like that Tony. Like my name was Kirk Cousins. Tony, I will see you tomorrow where we are going to let everyone know your entire main slate week three lineup. I'm going to give everybody my week three lineups on FanDuel. So if they see differences in the pricing and Tony, as you know, we're going to build the people's lineup. I got to ask you, though, does Mike Cardano reimburse you if the people's lineup doesn't do so well? No, he says, you know what, if we uh, we don't end a profit at the end of the year, we're going to send the people uh, back to that bad radio or at SiriusXM. Ooh, I see, I see. And on the flip side, Tony, if the people do make money, do I get a cut too? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all going to get cut. That's how, because we don't get paid. So right, we need right, the people to right, actually right. win, right? Fair enough. We need enough. the people to win so we can get our shit. Fair enough, fair enough. Listen, guys, we are we are putting our money literally and figuratively where our mouth is right here on Lineup Lock Live. So tune in tomorrow. We put it all together. You heard our quarterbacks on Tuesday, our running backs on Wednesday. Today we talk wide receivers. We'll give you a little tight end and defense action, and we'll put it all together and tell you how to win some. Some cash in week three for my guy V, Tony Sincata. I'm Dane Martinez. Thanks for listening or watching. It is the Lineup Lock Live presented by DailyRoto.com right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Enjoy football tonight, and we'll see you tomorrow.